0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Have You Ever Played podcast, the only podcast broadcast live from Curse, the the, the voice IP service, Curse. you remember? Oh no. Does anyone remember Curse?
1: Oh no, I, I anyway, vaguely remember it. Oh god.
0: We'll talk about that in a second. I'm Matt, <laughs> aka dude and I'm here with my co-host as usual.
1: Yes, I'm James, aka James04E,
0: aka I only remember Curse from their fandom pages. I remember Curse. You are gonna. Can you do the research real quick on like <laughs> how long, if that's still around? Uh, uh, they were defunct in twenty twenty. I have it up. There already. you go. I remember them because of the game Smite, the the third person Moba game Smite,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: because they had Curse integration, <clears throat> and it was like kind of Discord before Discord, but they just couldn't market it good, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it just, just nope. I curse. There's a little fire icon. Um, Wait, I, in the in
1: the wiki page they have a section called fate. <laughs> it says, oh my god. Some assets merged into Twitch. Assets later acquired by Overwolf and Magic Find acquired by Fandom.
0: Hmm. Isn't there, there a curse fire like icon on Twitch? There's like a curse emote. Yeah. The, the fire emote on Twitch is the curse Ooh. thing. It's a it's a relic of the past. Pog. Uh, another relic of the past, Pog. Pog Champ.
1: Man. Pog will never go out of be, be a relic of the past. I'll always use it.
0: Well, it kind IRL. of is. They, they yeah. replaced it with Komodo yeah. Hype. Yeah, yeah Even, It did. still is Pog Champ, but it's not Pog <clears> throat> Champ. Throat> it's not the same. Um, it, it is weird. I'm looking at a list of the default Twitch emotes right now. And... Just going through them. It's just the weirdest things. It's just like Creeper. Um, like Bible Thump, but obviously it's just um, Binding of Isaac. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like a lot of people, you know, who are like early on in Twitch. And then just some just some of the most random, like permanent emotes of all time. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Man, real ones use 7TV and BTTV and FFC. <laughs> I don't even oh, know what God. the default emotes are anymore.
0: I don't know. I'm like looking at there's one for destructoid, which is like the destructoid robot, and it's really funny that a lot of the emotes have gone to a point where people don't even know their origin anymore. Yeah. It just becomes the twitch emotes, like they don't realize they actually represent something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Oh,
1: man, it's emotes are a whole rabbit hole on their own.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Twitch. Uh this week I resumed my twitching. I've been Ace. playing a little game called Yume Nikki. It is uh, have you heard of that game? Uh I don't
1: think so. It,
0: it is, is a indie it is a RPG maker <clears throat> indie game, indie darling game in which you play as a character and you walk around mm-hmm. and you go through like dreams and stuff and you basically just walk around until things happen. Yeah. Uh and there's no, the gameplay is you find different effects that change your character. So, like, you have a menu and you can, one of the effects is you can ride a bike and the mm-hmm. bike makes you fast. One of them, you get small. One of them, you, get like, turn to a, yeah, uh, it's just weird. And you use those effects in, in areas of the game to have other weird things happen. So, it's, mm-hmm. it's really, it's a big exploration game. Um, it's a pretty good stream game. Uh, mm-hmm. Any any horror game, even though this game actually isn't really that horror, um, but it any kind of horror. walking or horror y it, it's unsettling. Yeah, yeah. Um, in this, there's a lot of. Have you ever delved into any mm. RPG Maker games or like, watched um, any?
1: Yeah, I've wa- I've watched one before. I can't remember which one it was, but I, I know I know some of the tropes. I guess.
0: I think there's a whole subgenre of RPG Maker games that are like the horror RPG Maker game mm-hmm. which has like spooky things happen. It's like the cursed game. You're like walking around and like a spooky thing happens and the, and I think the I think RPG Maker for some reason, like especially earlier editions are like inherently creepy. They have mm-hmm. like an uncanny valley kind of not uncanny valley um do you know like, when you play on a, uh, a server for a multiplayer game, but no one's online, and it's just yeah empty server?
1: Empty server. Empty GMod server.
0: Empty GMod. Yeah, they have a, a single-player map or empty mod server's sort of weird creepiness to them, just b- by default. Um, it's almost like anything can happen in these RPG Maker games, because you can just download one from the internet, and it it's just made by a person, so you don't you never know what you're downloading or like what's going to happen. No, um, I think that's why there's a lot of successful indie horror games on like itch.io and stuff because it's like you don't really know what you're getting into.
1: Yeah, I've definitely unintentionally come by a lot of those. Yeah, like I I, I know the look. The
0: moment I looked up, <laughs> the moment I looked up, you mean, Nikki, I'm like, oh. Well, this was one of the first games, and everything else is kind of like trying to emulate a lot of what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like how I've been playing Silent Hill and going back and playing like classics. Like, yeah. once you play these classics, then you realize, like, oh my god, everything I've played has just been like a spin off of this. And even in Yume Nikki, I think there's inspiration from Silent Hill. I, at least I feel that way in terms mm-hmm. of some of the environments and just like, oh, I'm in another kind of like Silent Hill esque sewery area. And Ooh. then I'm like, oh man, Lisa the Painful, which is another RPG Maker game, ha- it has a similar kind of area and everything is just kind of, you know. Kind of uh, inspired by other things, which, I, I mean, as someone who's just starting to get into horror games, um, I think I'm noticing a lot of tropes now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. James, what is your like least played genre of a game? Oh my god, my
1: least played. Um, yeah, probably racing games.
0: Yeah, you know what? Played Me like too.
1: None of those.
0: Would you play a racing game? If you had like a wheel setup, like a full like wheel and pedals Ooh, and stuff,
1: maybe. I mean, I like I've played racing games like arcades and stuff, but I've never. Mm-hmm. Or I guess for the original Xbox, like my my uncle's old Xbox, there was one racing game that I played on it. Um, I think it might have been Need for Speed or something. I can't remember, but. But yeah, besides that, no, no I haven't really played any. Now, but are I, you I would. would think
0: about it. Would you go more in the direction of simulation or like Mario Kart style arcade, like arcade racing?
1: Um, probably arcade. I mean, like I want, I want, really like. Actually, maybe maybe something in between. Because I remember I saw some like Need for Speed game where it was like there were really like in depth car crashes, and it mm-hmm. was like they were like insane. I'm like, wow! If I were play a racing game, I want to play to win. I want to play to do that.
0: Yeah, that was kind of a big thing for a while. I think they were yeah. doing a lot of, like, blow up your car tech. Like, look how bad this mm-hmm. car looks when it gets blown up. Yeah. Um, and I there was some fun racing games where it was all about off-roading and, like, blowing up and doing all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was looking at American Truck Simulator because there's a big Steam oh, um, spring sale. I don't know if you picked anything up. Uh, um, but, I, yeah,
1: uh, I was... Going to get the uh, Scott Pilgrim game. I actually, just want oh, yeah. I do need to buy that before the next like before the twenty third. That's
0: yeah, a I'm good looking game.
1: Yeah. Look at my wish list again. Like, I want to get Scott Pilgrim. Maybe near Automata. I, I, oh, I just I picked that yet. one up, yeah. Um, Disco Elysium. Literally every time this goes on sale, it's only ten dollars. I'm like, oh yeah, a bunch of people recommended Disco Elysium. And even one of my one of my former professors said, like, yeah, this is a great game. You should play it. You'll learn a lot um i just never ended up buying it
0: that game is fantastic you should buy it i haven't beaten it but i played a, a lot of it and it's really really good
1: mm-hmm. um and then there's also sonic frontiers which apparently was really good and it's like 40 dollars right now but i don't know i, I want to wait for it to be like 30 maybe
0: y- yeah i'm waiting I to like I, I don't really like sonic games um for the most part that game piqued my interest in terms mm-hmm. of i think i would actually have to have fun with it Especially like a stream yeah. game or something
1: yeah i oh god i haven't played sonic games since like since like the mario and sonic like olympics games like those were my oh last god. last sonic related games actually actually no I, I did play like sonic unleashed and sonic the hedgehog i don't remember if those came out after or before but
0: i think that might have been around the same or before
1: yeah not but i played them um not very good but yeah yeah. like you know just the the prospect of a good sonic game is enough to to pique the interest of many
0: i mean like sonic mania is supposed to be good and like there are some of the 3d games are like good and bad like i guess generations and colors there's like good things and bad things but not really my cup of tea
1: i guess more specifically a 3d sonic game because that was that craze was insane like you had like sonic unleashed sonic the hedgehog sonic and the, the black knights or whatever Sonic
0: of the Secret Rings.
1: Yeah, yeah. that the on there, were so many, game. there were so many, and all of them were not very good.
0: Yeah. So the idea that they, they had... finally
1: figured out how to make a good one is kind of crazy.
0: Well, they had a resurgence in terms of like colors and generations and stuff, yeah. where those are considered pretty good, I think. But
1: aren't those both 2D and 3D? They're not like a full? mix, yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't really know too much about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I never even liked the games that are considered good in that series, like Sonic Adventure 2 and stuff. I think they're okay. The Chow Garden's cool. That's probably the best thing about those games.
1: I ignored the Chow Garden for the most part.
0: Uh they should just make this is the most basic gaming take of all time, but they should just make <laughs> the Chow Garden its own game. Wow. Based. Some some people have tried to do that. Um I think a close game I've streamed is called Wobble Dogs. It's similar. Mm-hmm sort of i think it's just missing the competition element where you can like race them and like do different competitions and get stats and stuff yeah um a couple flash games used to do that back in the day like you raise a chicken and like compete Raise
1: a chicken
0: same thing with like uh final fantasy sevens like um uh, what's it called chocobo races and stuff like you raise mm-hmm. them and yeah anyway wow, it's
1: just uh, like
0: dogs. Yeah, just like it has do- it has animals. It's just like animal crossing. Oh my god, so true. Um yeah, anyway, I this I picked up like you said near I picked that up. Uh mm-hmm. it's been a long t- it's been a long time coming. I should probably play that game. Yeah. You <laughs> um, know, I,
1: I I like watched the first episode of the anime and then I was like, "Wait." And then I looked at like Reddit to see if people down like this is literally just a game but an anime." I'm like, "Oh, well, I might as well just Play the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I um I also picked up the Mega Man Zero collection on uh Steam, which is a like collection of the Game Boy Mega Man Zero games. Which there's so many of. Which I it's it's so funny. I never played any of them um, as a kid, and I liked Mega Man kind of. Uh, but for some, the Mega Man Zero games one are brutal. You might actually like them because it, it almost mm-hmm. feels like um, it feels like Mega Man. All right, this is gonna sound. Here's another take. It's kind of like the Dark Souls of Mega Man games. The Dark Souls of Mega but Man. But hear games. me out. In terms of <laughs> the, it's like it's weird because it's you're playing a zero and there's quality of life features in this port. They added like a uh, a save system where there's checkpoints. The original game did not have checkpoints. Uh, oh, no, it is brutal. You die constantly, and you had limited lives, and you have to like restart. And you're also like ranked based on mm-hmm. like you have like a S rank system where it's like lettered ranks. Um, it's brutal. And what happens is even like the first tutorial boss of the game, I died on like a couple times. Mm-hmm. Like they don't even tell you how to play. Like you, to, I to look at the manual because they don't tell you how to play the game. You just just throw you right at a enemy. And yeah, I'm, um, looking for,
1: I'm looking for the one Mega Man game that I've played. I think it was Mega Man Battle Network Five.
0: Oh hell yeah! Um, they are doing a. They're well skipping ahead a little bit. They are making a pack on Steam of all the Battle Network games, Ooh. which comes out in three weeks, and I'm gonna buy that because I've played like all the Battle Network games but have not beaten any of them. Mm-hmm. So at least all of the Game Boy Battle Network games. Yeah. Um which did the weird Pokemon thing of having multiple versions which confused me as a child so I have like <laughs> 10 versions of the same game.
1: I remember um my brother and I we had us- we had usually only gotten one version of the Pokemon games and mm-hmm. then for Diamond and Pearl I got Pearl and he got Diamond. And we're both playing through it and we're like comparing our places and we're like wait a minute this is like the same game.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize I re- I mean I really did not realize that they were uh not the same game. And then also I didn't end up getting Emerald because I was like, is that just leaf Gr-? Like I didn't understand how it worked until the DS games basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. So I've been playing this and the reason I said it was like the dark souls, uh, not just because of the difficulty. Basically what you do is you'll run through a stage and there is a leveling system and stuff like that. So you like, mm-hmm. you'll run through a mega man style stage And they're really short stages. And then you'll hit a boss. And then the boss will destroy you. Because you need to learn its entire pattern. Otherwise you're just going to die. Like, And they're simple patterns. It's maybe three or four things you need to learn. But Mm -hmm. if you were playing this game. Without the save checkpoint system. When you died inevitably. Like three times or whatever. You would have to restart the whole stage. And you'd have to walk all the way to the boss. Over and over again. Now it's basically like a save state. Right outside the boss door. So, so you a bonfire. can, retry. yeah, you can retry the boss as many times as you want, but it it's been like rough, uh, yeah, it, but it's like it just seems like it's back to back boss fights though. Like the whole game just feels like that, which is kind of cool. It, it's just like learning mm-hmm. boss fights. Um, so I'm really interested in playing more of that. I just picked up the other Mega Man collections. Because I was like, do I emulate these? Do I buy the original games? Whatever. I'm just like, you know what? Steam Deck. I'll do the collections. I could have emulated them, but whatever. I'll support the games. Stem. Whatever. Dump. They're all cheap, too. Um, so I r- realized that I've <sighs> never really given Mega Man a shot outside of like Mega Man 8 on PS1 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to maybe try to play all the Mega Man games from one till whatever. Who knows?
1: Nice,
0: yeah. So that's what I've been up to. Uh, yeah. What have you been up to? Playing Apex, oh boy. being yeah, sad. I've
1: been, I've been playing Apex. Um, oh man, it's, it, it would take too long to explain if you haven't played it. If you if you don't play Apex, but there's a character whose big thing is she makes like a big like wall of goo. Okay. And, uh, then there's a character who places down his his ultimate makes like a dome where you see. People through walls if they if they're moving like mm-hmm. if they're walking or sprinting not crouch walking though but um the idea is use that use the character's wall then use the other characters like dome and you, you basically just have this it, you have this wall that you're gonna see people through <laughs> and it's hmm. so uninteractive it's insane <laughs> it's it's funny but like it it is it is kind of annoying to play against also apex has like a bit of a cheater problem so some people just don't play the second character and they just put up the wall then they're uh they're wall hacking anyway so <laughs> it's like it's i'll run into a tunnel someone it's put so up the bad. wall and i'm like wait this guy just hit me for 100 through the wall with and he didn't oh have it. it's it's, so
0: funny. It's, the, it's the wall hacking character that's oh, so man. silly
1: but, yeah besides that though um so i have been playing more uno it's been just as as goofy as you'd expect i still haven't played deep rock galactic even though a bunch of my friends convinced me to buy it when it was on sale we, we just mm-hmm. kind of never played it um and then i've been playing a lot of slay the spire uh, i think last podcast i mentioned that to unlock the fourth act of the game you have to beat it with two other characters that was a a, a big Ironclad one-trick. Ironclad's like the the <laughs> tank, you know, the guy that can get a bunch of, like... Up, he can stack block, he can stack, like, strength and do, like, really big damage and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I finally decided, okay, you know what, I want to unlock Act 4 because I've kind of, like, beat the game over and over on Ironclad, and I don't have, like... I want to get the true ending of the game. So I beat it on the other two characters after much labor. Um, the first character was Silent. He's, like, the... The Poison Assassin, like, Spam Shiv guy. Uh, That one took a really long time because it was a a playstyle I really was not used to. And it was a way of thinking I just, like, hadn't engaged with. Like, you know, I actually needed to block. Like, Mm -hmm. could you believe it? Like, on Ironclad, I was literally... um, I had a bunch of cards that would just give me more strength. And then I had a card that did, like, five times my strength. So every fight, I would just get, like, super low HP. Because I was, like, using all my turns to stack strength. And then just one-shot the boss amazing um but but yeah I, I was playing assassin for a bit it, it was it got fun eventually because i had this one card where it would it put four of these cards called shivs in my hand they don't mm-hmm. cost any energy um and they just do like four damage and i just like have a bunch of those and i just spam shivs on people and it felt like i was uh i, I don't know it felt like i was felt like i was in the streets of new york you know beating people up I, I think them.
0: you i think you mentioned last time uh that you had a in trouble with a boss that was like immune to the shivs or something oh yeah you couldn't
1: use them it was like every time i played a card he got stronger and like obviously if i'm playing a card that spawns four more cards it's not very good so uh i didn't get that boss the time that i beat it thankfully um then i went on to the next character that's called defect and he's uh he's wonky he's got like these orbs and each orb does different things and you have to like spawn the orbs with certain cards like there's one orb that just does straight up damage, one that gives you block, and one that uh, when it's channeled, channeling an orb is basically you use its effect to the fullest and then it goes away. Uh like you have to get it again from some other card. When you channel the orb, it does a bunch of damage to the weakest enemy that you're facing. Um and so yeah, it was actually kind of cool like managing uh managing my orbs, you know, just. You could like have your own little playstyles, like you know, one person might get a bunch of the blocking orbs and just never take damage, whereas another would get a bunch of the damage orbs and just you know try to kill bosses fast and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it was definitely a really cool playstyle. I actually got to play this one the least because I beat I beat the game with him on like the first try, <laughs> and it, well, it's funny because... clicked. Yeah. I think I still like Ironclad more, but it's funny because, like, I I had heard people saying, like, oh, this is, like, the invoker of the game. He's really hard. And I'm like, dude, I just completed my first run while only taking, like, a grand total of two damage. Hmm. Like, man, it was was wacky.
0: I wonder Um, if it's because you're used to that style of character and for other people, maybe it's more, like, taxing than just spamming shivs, like you were saying.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, it it made sense. Like, it was... You know, like I I, I want to do damage. I use the damage robes. I want to block his block robes, like stuff like that. Um, but a, yeah, after I beat the game with uh with the last one, went back to Ironclad, and uh, I found out I I turned off like so. The game has ascensions, which is basically every ascension is like a new like debuff on you, kind of like Halo skulls, I guess. And I turned off ascension. I'm like, yeah, I just want to get to Act Four, and I just couldn't beat the game again on my main character, even though it's so easy every other time. Like, my, mm. my cards were always just, like, bad and stuff like that. And so, you know, I looked up a guide, <clears throat> or like a like a guide and a couple, like, tier lists to find out, you know, maybe maybe the cards I'm trying to use are just awful. And I found out that, um, <laughs> the the deck I was trying to use was literally all D-tier cards. <laughs> and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to, like, stack block and stuff, and, like, you exhaust your cards and then use another card to, like, get them back. Because when you exhaust a card, normally you can't get it back, like, until the next combat encounter. Um, but yeah, like, you exhaust your cards, you use something to get it back. There's one card that makes all your skill cards, like your blocks and like buffs and stuff, cost zero, but they get exhausted every time you use them. So you're like in this cycle of, I exhaust all my cards and I get them back and then I have infinite block and then I do a really hard hit or something. And I was like, wow, you know, I, I played all the other characters and I've got to say, this is boring. <laughs> so, I ju- so i just went back to doing my strength stacking stuff i still haven't beat the game yet or again yet but uh <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't nearly as bored as i was spamming block and still being unsuccessful
0: yeah that, that is the kind of thing about card games like when mm-hmm. you it is weird that you could look up like what's the optimal deck and then it still comes down to a little bit of rng and then i guess mm-hmm. the player component is what you can do with your deck because if you yeah. like if obviously in like a hearthstone or like a competitive game you could use a pro deck it doesn't mean you're like good at the game like you can mm-hmm. still fail horribly Yeah. um but still it is weird that's just like alright well here's the best cards alright let me use them in this order blah 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 like I, and I don't particularly like building like some people I think who play card games enjoy the building of the deck part like trying to like workshop it mm. um and some people, I think, just will look up online and kind of get the best deck and then play it that way. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's a different types of card game players, but also this game being yeah, a single I've player. Yeah, I've seen that. It's
1: like the, the Timmy. The, like, it was a Magic the Gathering thing. I, I don't remember yeah. the names, but yeah, I do, I do know what you're talking about.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in the deep re- recesses of my mind where Hearthstone knowledge lies, I, I remember reading something about that. Back when I tried to play Hearthstone, and yeah. then realized that I didn't want to spend all of my money to like have a chance in that game,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, um, yeah. Hard- card games are weird. Yeah, but uh, what uh, any other games you've been playing? Um, not
1: too much else. I was oh, actually, I um I was considering pre-ordering Diablo Four because I want to play the oh, beta ooh. with my friends. Uh, it was a closed beta le- less this weekend or last weekend and
0: mm-hmm. then this
1: upcoming weekend is the open one and i was debating like you know do i just pre-order the game now so i can play with my friends now and um i saw one of my friends spent the entire day like literally 14 hours in a queue to even get into the game and I'm like yeah. okay I'll, pa- I'll pass it up like uh, I'm, I'm at least i my thing is normally i want to play like some sort of beta or something before i commit to buying a game nowadays mm-hmm. Um, or at least like have some sort, some vouch or something like that, uh, especially like pre-release stuff. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to wait for the open beta on that. It's kind of like what happened with, uh, with Warhammer Darktide, whereas if you pre-ordered, you got like, it was like early access technically. Um, but they had a thing with Steam where upon the game's release, uh, after release is when they started counting like your time played and your weeks owning the game for a refund. So I played the game for like 20 hours or something before release, and then I'm like, okay, I actually just don't like this, so I was able to get a full refund. which was actually hmm. pretty
0: cool. There you go. Uh, my theory with Diablo 4, I haven't looked anything into it at all. I'm just going mm-hmm. to assume uh, following the trends of the former Diablo uh, game that probably the game won't get good until the first expansion where it's like mm-hmm. no one can. day one no one will be able to connect there'll be weird issues things will be buggy blah blah blah. Then a couple patches down the line will be playable but then when the first expansion comes out it's like oh it's good now i like diablo 3 i i actually got into diablo 3 on launch i didn't care about diablo because i hadn't played any diablo games for some reason everyone was just hype about diablo 3 so i'm like all right i'll, I'll buy it and I got that mm-hmm. classic error screen where it was like, whatever the code was, and you just couldn't play the game like the entire week of launch or something. Yeah, um,
1: before, before recently, I actually didn't have much experience with Diablo. But when I back in October, when I had COVID, one of my friends got me into into Diablo. He was like, he was like a hard like Diablo addict. Like I'm talking, we were playing at 4 a.m. Like it, it was insane. <laughs> um,
0: which, which Diablo?
1: It was Diablo three.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, and we were literally just doing like we were doing riffs like on repeat. I I played barbarian and just whirlwinded people in for him, and he played monk and just nuked them.
0: Oh, I love a spin to win in a in a yeah. ARPG. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Diablo two for the first time a couple of years ago. Beat through that and the expansion on hard. On a, which is funny, I was playing with people, beat that game on hardcore. and didn't die on that and the expansion, but I was also playing mm-hmm. a necromancer. Um, but still, it was scary. There was moments where I almost died during the Diablo fight. It was scary. Yeah. Um, Diablo, like, those games are cool, and I like the idea of hardcore, but I had this thing stuck in my head where I'm like, even if it's my first playthrough, I have to play hardcore, and uh, just a bad way to play those games, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, um, not, I'm
1: not too crazy about the hardcore yeah. stuff, to be honest. We've play, we played Path, Path of Exile too many times and been completely and utterly disappointed by one person messing up for for me to ever commit to a to a hardcore run again like that
0: yeah i wanted to point out our path of exile uh experience and how our friend group only wants to play hardcore which means when you die inevitably uh you have to make a new character and grind while your friends grind and then everyone quits the game basically
1: yeah it's like the moment somebody dies we all just quit and i'm like well why why would we not just
0: play not hardcore If we're going to quit the moment somebody dies. We needed to play normal because I made it real. I I had restarted that game so many times and got to one of the chapter bosses. There's like blood rain. It does like a blood rain attack. And if you don't know how to dodge it, you instantly die. And I instantly died on that. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's like that I beat the boss. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff
1: like that where I'm like, it, it is very clearly obvious that hardcore is meant for a niche section of the fan base of this game, of the player base of this game that has played it a lot of times already.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not supposed to play on Path of Exile, especially. Yeah, you're not supposed to play hardcore the first time. I mean, you can start hardcore, you just turn into normal if you die. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, right? I I beat that boss, and then I got to the town, and there's like a mining mini game. I'm like, oh, it's a mini game. Let me see this. Yeah, it turns out it's like a minigame where if you don't stay with your minecart, you instantly die. So I'm like, oh, I lost the minecart. Oh, well, instantly died. Got one man. shot killed. I'm like, all right, cool. Just like that. So disheartening. Oh, um, never made it past that segment because I was just so like, I, it was like my 10th t- character. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, not worth it. And I can't bring myself to play it um, on normal. And also the skill tree in that game is scary. Yeah,
1: the skill tree is—it's something yeah. else. There's, it's just too much stuff.
0: Yeah, that game is like too too intimidating for me to play. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, then there was also when you brought up the the queue, it just reminded me of uh, Lo- uh New World. Oh God. You're New World that game. Oh my god, New World was so fun on launch. It was mm. so fun. Did you did you play New World a little bit, right? A little, yeah. Oh man. It was so fun because you would run around and you would have a gun or you'd have your whatever and you'd be running with people and like PvP and it was a ton of fun. And oh. I remember just the queues, being in like a 9,000 person queue and waiting for like 3 hours just to get in. Mm-hmm. But it was so fun um and then it just like the cracks really shown through where it was like this is a pvp game okay well we need to make it more broad so now it's a pve game but there's no pve content and Mm -hmm. the areas were really cool and but the problem is this is where i stopped playing it's like all right wait a minute i just like i'm playing through the game and i'm getting higher level but each area is just the same stuff with nothing in it and just the same enemy type over and over again Mm-hmm. Um I mean that game has the chance of being good again at some point but it might just shut down before it, it does become good. Yeah, sad. Um, yeah. Um and then Lost Ark, which is the other Amazon game studio. I mean that game was just good in general. I actually think it's pretty good. Um mm-hmm. I, I haven't fell personally played it, it, but
1: I have some friends that that enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I fell off, but it was it was good when I when I played. I, pl- I actually played pretty far into that game. Um and then Blue Protocol now which is a game I've been following for a while uh, it's an MMO I don't mm-hmm. know too much about it it just has like an anime art style and i i just like i've been wanting to play this game for a while just from like a long time it's been out in like korea and stuff yeah uh but amazon games is publishing it here and they've already like they already started like censoring things which they did in Lost Ark too um mm-hmm. which is just a weird choice to be honest. And by censoring, I mean like there's a character who's wearing like a skirt and it's like in the Amazon games, they're wearing pants. It's just kind of weird, yeah, weird choices. And, but some people on the Reddit are like so mad. They're just like, I can't believe they would do that. And it's about things like, Oh, this character is wearing like has cleavage in this version, but in the American version, they're more covered up and they're like, I'm boycotting the game. Like I'm playing Man. on the Korean server. I'm going to learn Korean. I'm playing on the Korean servers it's like okay i get it to a point but then it's a hard position to defend yeah. you know what i mean you don't yeah. want to be the guy who's like like guys sign my change.org petition to bring back the panties for this game <laughs> like you don't want to be that guy um but yeah i don't know mmos it's hard to make mmos yeah. especially now they're so expensive and so prone oh, to yeah. just failure
1: yeah mmos um, are, are rough
0: yeah. I think the the age of the the MMO as we know it is probably uh, besides like monoliths like World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy 14, like I don't think we're going to see a traditional MMO ever again. Uh, I think it would have to be yeah. something completely different. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's the the world of MM M- the world of MMOs. MMOs. Um, <laughs> So I think for week-wise, I'm pretty sure I covered everything. I'm looking at my uh, Steam library right now. Oh, I did buy uh, Sackboy A Big Adventure, which is the Little Big Planet spin-off platformer game in the style of like a Mario Land 3D Land, which Mm -hmm. I have no idea if that's going to be any good or not, but maybe it'll motivate them to bring a little big planet game to pc which i based? think leaked i heard I, I saw a leak about that which is probably i don't know if it's any semblance of truth um i would love it if they put a little big planet game on pc but i would also feel really bad for the developers of uh restitched or whatever which is the uh, i think it's restitched is it restitched i I mentioned this like every week on the podcast Man. Um, it's the people making the fan game of mm-hmm. Little Big Planet. I believe it's Restitched. I'm looking for it on my wish list right now as I uh, stall for time. Stall for time. I mean, I will say, even if they release the Little Big... Oh, yeah, Restitched. So, even if they do release Little Big Planet on PC, I think Restitched could still have a leg up, potentially, on based on their updates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. Hopeful, I'm hopeful. I just want one of those two games to come out so I can play. Um, I, I just I can see myself streaming that game a lot, just playing with people's levels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Should we take some questions from our AI friend? Sure. <laughs> I got it to generate some questions pre-stream. Oh, boy. All right. If you have any questions, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. That is the podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, we have Bing Chat AI to give us some super cool video game questions and even questions on the fly. Uh, so I asked it. Do you want me to read from the regular questions, the funny questions, or the embarrassing questions?
1: Oh boy. How about a mix of both? Like you can take uh, like maybe maybe like two or three of each.
0: Alright, I will I will go between the two. I'll start with one of the embarrassing questions. Oh boy. Uh have you ever rage quit a game or broke something? Um
1: when I was like twelve? I broke my Modern Warfare three disc.
0: <laughs> well, Modern Warfare three sucked. Yeah, but that, that was st- part like, of the problem. Did you snap it in like a fit of rage, or like chuck it? Like, how did you break it?
1: Uh, I chucked
0: it. <laughs> were you like immediately like regretting it, or were you like, nah, that was it was. Uh, I didn't, I didn't re-
1: immediately regret it, but I did end up buying a new copy.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, you double you copped out so hard. Yeah. Oh man. That's rough. Um, I rage quit uh, Overwatch half the time. Half the time, even in casual. Not really half the time. If, if it's like, uh, there is like a slight penalty. I would never do it in like competitive. But like, mm-hmm. sometimes you're just having a game and you shouldn't have queued for one more game. And you're just like, you know what? I'm just like, it's, it's usually within oh, the first man. minute of the game. And you're like, it was more so when I was playing support. I have now switched over to playing almost exclusively DPS, and I'm having way more fun. Turns out, when you play a character that can actually influence the match and seems like you have, you know, if you're good enough, you can basically carry the game. Turns out it's more fun than being a healer and, oh, wait, I'm healing, but no one's... Like, two seconds into the match, you're like, oh, wait a minute, we have no coordination. What am I even doing? Am I even having fun? I think my... Um,
1: my favorite part of the doom the doom queuing, as I'll dub it, is is when like you're, the queue's really long and you look at it and say, okay, if it gets to to three minutes, I'm getting off. And then it gets to three minutes, and you're like, Ehh. and you say, <laughs> if, if it gets to four minutes, I'm getting off. And then you que- you find a game at three fifty nine, and you're like, wow, I actually kind of don't want to play.
0: Oof. I um actually most recently too, I was literally playing Smash Brothers Melee online on mm-hmm. Slippy, which thing I wouldn't usually do but I had friends over so they're like oh let's queue online and I got smash players especially melee on like on slippy if you're playing slippy online you are you're in it you're so committed into smash melee it's not hard to like set up or anything but like mm-hmm. you own a gamecube controller you own the adapter basically you're you're downloading an online platform and it's like 3 a.m you're gonna be out here just being like it's a whole another breed of human. Yeah. So we we're playing matches. We we're just handing off the controller or whatever. And before I, we were each fighting the same person, but we're taking turns. Um, mm-hmm. Before it was, I was the last person up to go, and we were just fighting someone. And every single time they would do anything, they would taunt and teabag and do and just oh, be the no. most just toxic. And then when we got into the lobby, they just spammed like the quick chat, lol, 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 like. And I'm just like oh, I'm just infuriated at this point because it's like I don't even want to like first of all I don't even want to be playing this game right now competitively, and I have to face like the scum of the earth. There's something about a tea bag or like a, a taunt, especially in a game in a one v one game, that just gets me so angry because it's just like it, it, there there is taunting that you could be like fun whatever, but there is a level like you can tell. I don't know if you feel this way, but you can like feel the other persons through the game, and you're just like, oh, this person thinks they're like the coolest person of all time. Yeah, you can feel yourself being disrespected, basically. Disrespect it. And it's also like, I don't want to spend 400 hours to get good at this game, it's not worth it. Man. And then that's when you question, am I even having fun with a competitive game? Uh, the, the Mortal
1: Kombat teabag is probably the most devious one, especially like, <laughs> oh God, especially when they win and they do like the mercy thing and they just teabag for like 10 <laughs> seconds until they
0: finally do it. Oh my it, God. It's honestly, it's not the losing, it's the bad manners that gets me. Yeah. It's when people are like GG easy and it was a close match or something. There's something about just like being an absolute asshole. Good. um it just and in a competitive setting like that because it's it's just like this person's clearly better at the game but at the same time it's like i will never get to that level because i do not care enough about one game and then you do hit a point where it's like well i don't care enough about this game i'm not having fun anymore i don't I'm know and then it's the it's the, it's the competitive it's the weird competitive thing mm-hmm. um that just uh, uh, it awakens <laughs> some deep anger it's probably some other issues in my life that it just awakens this like wave of right, like this this completely misdirected anger, um, mm-hmm. but toward Johnny Teabag Teabagger Johnny. playing Junkrat or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think people really are. Um, I haven't really encountered that many like horrible BM players in Overwatch quick play for the most part. Some people yeah. are. Uh, Usually, what happens is someone will be like trash, trash healers, and then everyone else on the team will be like, "You're the problem." But usually is what happens to me. My honest. favorite part so, is
1: like the the DPS with the lowest damage on the team saying tank diff.
0: Yeah, like, and then ev- but literally everyone is like, "You're literally the problem." Um, because also we're in quick play, so in comp it's different, but when you're in quick play, literally just leave. Like, who mm-hmm. cares? Um, and it's usually the person who is complaining, and when they leave, the game turns around miraculously. Uh, yeah. all right, let's read the next question. I'll go, I'll go back to the, the funny questions instead. Oh boy. Uh, let's see. What is the worst advice you've ever received from a video game tutorial? That's actually a good question. Hmm. Oh boy, that is rough. Worst advice?
1: Um, probably the dota tutorial
0: telling me to use voice chat (laughs) um i mean that's that that is bad advice kind of but in the same (laughs) way it's kind of necessary but i can't imagine within a pub lobby yeah um does league of legends have voice chat
1: i don't think so i don't think it's like i don't think so either like i think you can do voice chat with your party
0: yes you can because they're they're doing like everything they can to
1: dance around like the open like voice chat with all your teammates in solo queue,
0: hmm. Yeah, um, I can think of it's not a tutorial, but I like the it's not even really advice, but it is kind of a, a funny tutorial thing. So, the Team Fortress 2 tutorial, which is broken and doesn't and has not been fixed, uh, oh boy. And, and I believe there might even be achievements tied behind this, but I don't think they're, I, I don't know but if you boot up team fortress 2 today and this has always been the case for a long time at least this is when i've played it uh you cannot finish like the sol- i think it's the soldier tutorial because it just doesn't work and they just never fixed it and yeah. also in these tutorials you're playing with like under the assumption that it's basically like the og stuff so some things don't really apply um yeah. There are some games that have things like that where maybe they applied at one point, but now they no longer apply. Uh, I'm tr- I wish we could think. I-, I wonder if people could write in some like funny tutorial tool tips and stuff. Because there's a lot of games that have weird stuff like that, um, like Skyrim's big spinny
1: windows and stuff. Oh man, IRL really bad tutorial tool tool tips.
0: Yeah. Wait, I'm gonna look up. I'm just gonna look up bad tutorial no, hints.
1: Oh god! Like In yeah, gaming. when somebody's yelling at you, just tell them to calm down. It'll certainly help.
0: Oh god, I remember actually a bad tutorial was uh Pokemon uh the 3DS ones that were about islands Pokemon Fire Sun and Moon, I believe. Mm-hmm. They, I think those Sun and Moon, yeah. They had a, I, I bounced off that game so hard because there's there's like an 18 hour tutorial, like the full beginning of the game is just the tutorial on how to play a baby game for babies, and it's just a monotonous grind that it just it killed my soul so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'm trying to find any like honestly, I I'm trying to find something funny because like that. I swear I've seen things where it's just broken or just not relevant at all. It doesn't like, it tells you the wrong thing. Like I have played games where that the tutorial, or maybe it's like some of the more early NES stuff where the, the translations are just wrong. It's just like, get the blue sword. And it's just, there's just things that are just don't translate and are completely not correct. Man. Um, Alright, let's, let's read an embarrassing question, quote-unquote. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I guess we'll spin this question. So, it's just, have you ever pretended to be sick to play video games all day? Uh, I'll spin it in a way that's actually more of a question. Like, do you have any games that you remember playing, like, when you were, like, out sick or something? Or, like, do you have any games that you would notoriously go back to if you were, like, sick?
1: Hmm. Um... So my parents, at least, like in in like, I guess you'd say, grade school. Um, my parents didn't allow me to play video games when I was sick, because if I could play video <laughs> games, I could go to school, and that's why I was like, I actually missed very few school days. Hmm. Like, um, I think in total, from like first grade to twelfth, I missed maybe like, for sickness purposes, maybe like five. Hmm. Um. I, yeah. Yeah, but in college uh when i was sick um i got really sick my freshman year i just played overwatch a bunch
0: oh no it made you sicker
1: yeah probably Um, honestly that would that would make sense
0: yeah i actually was gonna talk about that too i think i remember that exact motto or just like if you're like okay enough to play video games like you go to school yeah which is um
1: literally actually ridiculous (laughs) <laughs> like, like that is literally like in post-covid era humanity you would actually get called insane for that every single t- time like that <laughs> like that's one of those things where like you think about the things we did pre-covid and it's like it's insane like well, how, how I, unhygienic some stuff was
0: i will say um there is something to that because there have been days where i've been like either so tired or so sick even when i don't have like, like I'll be, get home from work and I just will go to bed. I'm like I can't even I mm-hmm. can't even enjoy this right now, like a leisure activity. Yeah, it's because you but, can't
1: like mentally, mentally like process things.
0: Basically. Half of that is like I can't mentally literally get on Overwatch two right now. Yeah, it's eleven o'clock. I'm not. I'll be wired for like ten hours. <laughs> Man, oh my god. Um, yeah, that's, I actually do remember one specific instance though of i don't remember i don't even remember if i was sick i think i was um but i went to target and i was in the car and my my parents were like you can get a game or something and my dad was like what game do you want and i'm like the new this game just came out i'm like i want super princess peach it just came out and he's like are you sure you want that game and he was like so disappointed because he was like who, he, my, my son wants baby game and i'm oh, like man. yep that's the one because mario and that game is mid as hell it's very very mid
1: oh god that's actually like a common experience too it's like when you're sick your parents like take you shopping with them and stuff like that and yeah like, what what why why am i here
0: because no one's gonna watch you they yeah, So they don't do. want to
1: leave you home alone.
0: <laughs> i remember going shopping all the time to those boring stores of all yeah. time and the saving grace was i don't i think it was tj maxx or i don't remember what store it was a store in the mall uh, it might have been macy's or something mm-hmm. they it was boring and it was a day of nothing but they had a little section and occasionally they would have like game boy games in Ooh. that section and it might have even been ds time so they were like cheap and i would always like sometimes get a game and and those games were almost always Mega Man battle network and that's how i yeah. got the Mega Man battle network games for some reason all that those were like the only games they sold and mm-hmm. because it was the only game in front of me, I'm like, I'll get that. And I did like those games, but I, oh, I don't think I understood them. And like, I didn't understand that they're like card deck builders, basically. So I just didn't, mm-hmm. I was never good at them for a long time. Yeah, uh, I, I, share, I share that memory a little
1: bit, though, where it's like your parents are at are at some boring store and there's just a video game section. So you just sit there the whole time.
0: Yeah, Um, I remember on an airplane, same thing. This was like, oh, we're gonna board. A, uh, we're gonna board a flight, and, my, and I'm like, I am bored because I'm a kid, or whatever. And I have my Game yeah. Boy, and my parents were like, all right, we're gonna buy. You can buy like one game here at the airport. There's like an airport game <laughs> store, weirdly enough. You can buy and one I,
1: airport video game.
0: <laughs> and I bought Fire Emblem for Game Boy, and I was young, <laughs> and I like, I was. They're like, don't buy a game just because it's here. Like, there's only like, a couple. I was like, no, I want this one. And then I played it for like, and I'm like, oh my god. I don't like this because <laughs> you you also had permadeath too. And I was like, I don't uh, what like, it's also a strategy game. I'm yeah. like, this doesn't, this is not fun. Um, which has started my hatred of fire emblem ever since man, even though I probably would like those games, but it's funnier to hate them. Cause I had a you friend who liked bought, them.
1: You should have bought one of the airport theme themed games at the
0: airport game store, such as pilot wings um pilot wing 64 <laughs> um planes based on the movie cars based on the spin off of the movie cars planes microsoft flight simulator man i don't know other plane games yes um that reminds me of for my hatred of fire emblem as a meme so i had a friend who in smash plays marth and I'm, I'm like, I don't like Fire Emblem that much. So as a joke to myself, uh, do you know when you set an alarm, it if you have a song or something, it becomes like like Pavlovian response to hate it because it's like, yeah. oh my God, it's my alarm. So yeah. I originally had the Bayonetta, like uh, arcade Bayonetta theme in college and my, all my roommates hated it and I ended up hating the song because it was whatever. Man. I'm like, why am I doing this to a song I like? What I should should do as a meme is set it to the Fire Emblem theme, so that whenever I hear Fire Emblem, I actually get mad. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, for the bit, so I can. It, it was like just to like be um, angry at Fire Emblem for the bit. I had the Fire Emblem theme as my uh, alarm, so I could be extra aggro whenever Fire Emblem came up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now I just use like generic alarm, so
1: yeah that reminds me my alarm is it's like too relaxing like it's one of those like it's like it's like titled like spring or something like that and it's like so, so it, it it actually doesn't like wake me up like i need something that makes me angry when i wake up maybe
0: do you know those people who use like the death alarm which is like arr, arr, yeah 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 that, that's my, too my much roommate, my roommate that's too college. much
1: oh my god he would oh, have god. that on and he'd, it wouldn't wake him up that i had a roommate like that part. too
0: just would sleep through full alarms for like, Oh God. Yeah. Um, all right. I want to read this. This is actually like a really interesting question. Uh, if you could erase one video game from existence, which would it be and why? Oh boy. I wonder. Um, sheesh. That's hard because I don't remember the video games. I don't like, no, I th- I'm thinking more like at least my thought process is like take out something that's huge like take out like League of Legends or something. You Man. know what I mean? Like take out like a pillar of the gaming.
1: I mean I, I think I think taking out League of Legends would actually have a oh uh, god, I don't want to say it would be positive cuz like, you know, you know, well a then Dota, Dota would just I be League. League. Well, so my thing is um the initial creation of league had a lot of malicious we'll say uh advertising and such towards dota like i'm sure i've shown it to you before the the no more the no more dota and it was like disconnects (laughs) and like it, it it was like an acronym for all this shit that people hate about like about like uh online games and stuff like that that like at the time i'm just like man imagine if that never existed
0: well, what's funny is I actually think League is pretty fun if in mm-hmm. casual, not, you know, in a serious Yeah, mode. that's
1: something I hear very frequently.
0: <laughs> but I wonder, like, what game... Well, what game, like... What is, like, bad for the industry in terms of a game that just... Maybe just all hmm. gacha games? Just the concept you know, of gacha?
1: God, you know, I actually... Another answer I would have is I would actually say say Overwatch, and it's not necessarily because, like... I hate the game or anything, but I think like Overwatch has like all the building blocks for like an actually perfect game. And I feel like it'll never live up to that. Like, no matter what they do.
0: I think even though, so Overwatch in beta and when it was just the original characters, I think was genuinely a really, really fun game. And with every character they added, kind of made the game worse in a way. Although they couldn't keep it the way it was. Like, they couldn't just keep the cast of characters. Yeah.
1: Um, like I, like but the thing is Overwatch attracts like so many audiences. You've got mm-hmm. like the entire Blizzard audience like you know RTS games, like MMOs, all that RPGs, all that stuff. And then you've got like the FPS audience, the TF2 audience, like MOBA players.
0: I think there's just a huge audience of people who like the character designs and honestly could really care less about even playing the game. They just play it cuz they like the characters and like mm-hmm. kind of are terrible. Um so I, I don't know, and I also, I might boot up Overwatch after this, play a match or two. It, it still is fun, and mm-hmm. there isn't really anything else at the same caliber of it right now that I would play instead of it. Um, I mean, if I'm playing TF2, I want to play TF2. That's a diff- It's a different vibe entirely. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, there's no other hero shooter. I mean, I, I guess there's Paladins, I think. But I haven't played paladins. It's like a free to play thing.
1: I've looked at paladin like character overviews and stuff, and I'm just not that like interested in the concepts.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Overwatch it it is polished and fun and cool, but it's yeah. I don't think I would want to get rid of it forever. I I like at least it was, it still is playable, and I think for the time when it was new, it was so fun. I think a lot of people forget how much fun people had when it came out. Yeah. Um, and it was, that's, that was the era of people still thought Blizzard was great. Like when they released it. Yeah. Oh man. But, but yeah, that, um, I wonder what else, like a game, it has to be, if I'm going to pick something, it might be, it would just be something like, uh, oh, maybe like, maybe like Among Us, not to hate on Among Us, but. Oh man. That's not even like, it's not even really like a toxic game it's just kind yeah. of like the worst it's that there's a genre of game where it's like the imposter or whatever genre. And then that's just mm-hmm. like the most popular one, but it's really not that feature complete compared to other games. But then again, I, yeah. then, I don't know. That's like um, saying, Oh, get rid of flappy bird. It's like, I think uh, it's kind of funny
1: that we've been thinking about like the social impact of lots of these games, but I'm thinking like, what about, what about like game trilogies where the third game was just shit. <laughs> and just like ruined it just the reputation, ruins the game. Like it's like, yeah. What if they only made two? Like how how we view it nowadays?
0: Hmm. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, Little Big Planet three. Honestly, that's actually mm. I when when I'm thinking of them porting a Little Big Planet game, like two would be preferred over three because three. Mm-hmm. Well, two was made by Medium Molecule, and the first one was Media Molecule, and then they got Sumo Digital, like a third party company, to do the third game. They added a bunch of weird stuff. That wasn't really like moving the game forward. It was also buggy and unfinished, and just I that was the I played a ton of one, a ton of two, and barely any of three, and and also three had the you had to pay for online because it wasn't on PS3 anymore. Oh man, it's just like I don't that game didn't need to exist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have a third in the series? Um, I mean, I think some people may say Mass Effect Three. I haven't played yeah, any of them, but. It.
1: I played Mass Effect 2 and then I like I had Mass Effect 3 I just didn't play it very much um but yeah I can't really think of any off the top of my head
0: okay I'm gonna ask it give me an epic gaming question and then we'll end on that one I want to see what, sure. what an epic an epic question is there's actually a ton of other questions it gave too but I want to see what mm. epic oh wait it might look up epic games <laughs> oh no more like epic lames.
1: Oh no, it's gonna ask if, ask us about Fortnite.
0: Oh, it's giving me like trivia. <clears throat> it just gave me a trivia question about Final Fantasy fourteen. Weird.
1: Damn. It's just,
0: it just it it just gave me a bunch of trivia about games that have a bunch of musical tracks in them. Okay, that's not very funny. <laughs> All right, wait. What's the weirdest thing you've ever Googled while playing a video game? So, like, I guess looking up. Something for a video uh, game.
1: I mean, give me a sec. While I, you I, think about it, it, it's hard because, like, certainly the thing that I looked up was associated with a game having a very sus title, mm-hmm. and then like, yeah, and and then like the words following up making it worse.
0: <laughs> oh god. Uh, let me check. I'm just checking my Steam library right now. See, while you look, I was thinking anything from FromSoft, just some of the weirdest. Just like, yeah, not, it's not even bad, but it's just like how to, how to get purple fungus rice, how to find mm-hmm. bloody finger, how to get bloody finger from Maiden Blood. Like, just I don't know, just the dumbest. Yeah. You look up the dumbest searches for that game, or uh, Stardew. With the you look up like constantly looking up people's likes and stuff.
1: Oh, is kind of a okay okay you too. know what this was um th- this is actually this is gonna be hard to word um <laughs> so there was a bullet storm trailer yeah uh, and so i was very young and they said um something along the lines of strapping a sex toy on and <laughs> as a child i'm like what is that i've never heard of that before and i thought it was a gun or something <laughs> like a oh, gun no. in the game because they showed one of the guns at the same time and uh, yeah not not a very fun experience for young games
0: yeah same thing with like saints for 03 i can imagine with their whole marketing with the the fun purple bat in that Mm -hmm. game yeah oh man well anyway just for the sake of time let's let's end it here uh i've been matt aka matt Dude, and who have you been
1: I've been James, a.k.a. James04E. You can find me on the Twitters and the Twitches and all the various platforms.
0: Yep, you can find me playing Yume Nikki probably again on Twitch uh, at some point. And then uh, various other things on Twitter and whatnot. And, yeah, I'll catch you around. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.